Welcome to Your Bookkeeping Matters. I'm Lisa Turner, bringing you short and snackable weekly episodes on bookkeeping and business matters in an easy to understand way so you can be in control and confident that you know your bookkeeping matters. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hey there, welcome to what is going to be a stellar show on something really important when looking to take your business to the next level. Is your business ready for a business coach? I am so pleased to have Emma McQueen with me, who is not your ordinary business coach, but a Melbourne-based executive leadership and business coach who has worked in the realm of human resources for more than 20 years, working with some of Australia's leading organizations to develop their team and their talent, so has bucket loads of experience. Emma's coaching has a core focus, supporting her clients to unlock their potential and achieve real results. Emma is pretty unique in the fact that she is a Hogan accredited coach and she brilliantly works with people's strengths to take meaningful actions to reach those goals they have. And today she explains exactly what to look for or even what to avoid when you're wanting to take the next step to get a business coach on board. Think you're not ready for a coach or don't need one? Emma breaks that down beautifully as to when, how and why coaches are a great investment to help you move forward to that next level faster and why you need to make sure they are the right one for you. If you are driven and passionate about your business, but maybe stuck in a place of unknown or overwhelm, this has some great tips and things to look for to know if your business is ready for a business coach like Emma, who will help you with those things that you're stuck on and move you from chaos to clarity or uncertainty to empowerment. And I love that so much. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to you, Emma. Thank you for chatting with me today on the fun topic that is business coaching. I'm so excited. I always love chatting and listening to you and I'm really grateful that I've been lucky enough to meet you in person this year and I have to say you're just as fun and exciting in person as you are on email and socials. And I think that's a really important quality in a business coach that everything is real You've actually brought up a really good point. I feel like when someone turns up on Instagram and I turn up with no makeup because who wants to wear makeup, let's be honest. You know, if people meet me in real life and then go, well, you're nothing like your Instagram, I'm like, oh, I'm not doing the right thing then. You've got to you got to be yourself, right? That is exactly right. And I love that. And I love that about you. So when I met you, I felt like I already knew you. <laughs> I know. It was so much fun. I just wish you lived closer. Yes. No, I wish you lived closer because I don't particularly want to live in Melbourne. Okay. But for now, to kick off with my first big question of the day for you, let's imagine... I've started my small business and done all the things that I think I need to do. Things are ticking along nicely or not so much. And I'm wondering what next and get a business coach pops up. How do I know or what are the signs that I'm ready for a business coach? Is there anything I need to have done first? 
There is so many different reasons people hire a business coach. Let's start there. So some women will come to me, mainly women. I do work with some men. But some women will come to me and they'll go, I've got issues with my mindset or my confidence or I need a cheerleader. It's all mindset stuff, right? So they will come to me and say, here are the issues. Normally, whatever issues present are probably not the issues, but we start there and we dig a bit deeper. And then other women will come to me and go, I've been in business a little while. Things seem to be tracking well, but I'm plateauing in revenue. And I think I need something to help me keep accountable for some fresh ideas. And other women are just like, I don't need a business coach. I can do this on my own. What I find is, though, my style of business coaching is a wee bit different in that I'm trained by the Institute of coaches and executive leaders and so and I've been coaching for a long time so I used to coach the executives at World Vision Australia and I'm on three faculties so I'm coaching women all the time right and so I didn't get my license out of a Wheaties packet and that is a big myth in the industry right that there are a lot of coaches out there in inverted commas and so when you're thinking about uh, do I need a coach Also think about what other support do I need? Because sometimes we have a buddy who's a great accountability buddy. And if you just dialed that up, you may not need a coach. But a coach is a safe space to come to and go, I've tried this. It didn't go well. What do I do next? Or I want to try this or I need to get out of this plateau or I just need some ideas for my business. And normally what it comes down to is women just not backing themselves enough. So we help them do that as well. I love that. And it's really helpful because I've heard so many people say, I'm not ready for a coach because I haven't done X, Y, Z. So there is no ready point. It's just when you need to, when you want to, when you want to take that step. Some people will say, oh, I'll hire a business coach when I'm ready for the next level. And then they sit at the level they're at for 12 months. And I think, hmm, probably need a coach now rather than wait for the next level, you know, like to help you get to that level faster that you want to be at. Yeah, exactly. And because the flip side of that is, and you touched on this, that I've heard, I don't need a business coach. I'm already running my business. And that just tells me they don't quite know what a coach does or helps them with. I think there's so many different varieties of coaches out there that it can actually be confusing about what it is that a business coach does or what you need. There's also a lot of coaches who are going, I'm going to scale. And how I'm going to scale is by group coaching. And good on them. That's excellent. But I love working one-on-one. I like to have a bespoke program for someone, a tailored resource where they can really be vulnerable and safe and we can get them those results without them feeling like they can't say it because they're in a group session. Yeah. Groups are great for certain things, but not for others. And it depends on the coach and so many things. Well, In case you are really new to your small business and you don't actually know what the heck a business coach is, do you want to share some of the immensely helpful things that you do help with and how you can work together to grow them to that level that they're looking for and grow their businesses? It does surprise me, but some women will come to me and go, I just want direction, Emma. And I go, in my head, I go, But you started a business, so you've always got some direction. What they probably mean is more prioritization. They've got to work out their services or their services or products aren't working for them anymore. And as you grow and evolve, you would know as well. When I first started, I did X type of work. And now I'm five years on. I'm actually, I do 
C type of work. I don't do that X work anymore. You grow and you evolve. But when you're first starting out, it's like, where do I start? And you do all the things. And you do all the things, right? Because you say yes to money. And that's totally fine for about a year. After that, you're going to have to stop saying yes to money and get really focused about who you're servicing, how you're showing up, who you're helping, who you're serving, because otherwise you will get more and more confused. That's not to say that you don't have different streams or different revenue streams, but it does mean that you get a bit more focused. And so some people will just need help with prioritization or what am I working on next? Some of my clients, uh, it's about revenue generation. So helping them work out what is the service or what is the product? How do we price it? How are we going to market it through whatever target market they've got going on? Some people come to me and go, I am just exhausted because I went into business to have flexibility and now I'm working 24-7. <laughs> yes. I know that yes. neither of us, of course, <laughs> oh, have gosh, ever been no, there. I've never done that. <laughs> and you know what? I fell into this trap. I did this myself. So I, when I very first started my own business, I had had a side hustle for five years and then I started into full-time business. And I had this story in my head, I'm not very good at sales. And I'm like, hmm, okay. Finished with World Vision on the 30th of November, started my business on the 1st of December. And my husband goes to me, oh, so you're just going to take the month off? And I'm like, no, I've got meetings booked in the city, mate. And he's like, what? Anyway, so I went and met with everyone, because everyone knew me as Emma McQueen World Vision. Yeah. And so I had to untangle that and go, I'm not Emma McQueen World Vision anymore. I'm Emma McQueen Emma McQueen, as it turns out, because I'm very creative in my business names. And then I just had coffees. I had coffees for that full month. Everyone wanted to see me because no one wanted to do any work. And so I was just out and about talking about what I was doing. And at that point, it was literally just one-on-one coaching. I didn't have any other programs yet. And that taught me a whole stack in, oh my goodness, I can sell stuff without selling stuff. Like I was just not even trying to sell anything. It was authentic. Yeah. Well, because people were like, what are you going to do now? I'm like, I don't know. I really like coaching. I'll do some of that. (laughs) And I remember one of my contacts sitting opposite me and she asked me a few questions at the end. She goes, Emma, I just want to hire you. How can I hire you? I'm like, oh, I didn't pick up those signs. (laughs) So, you know, like I built the confidence over time and I didn't feel like I hustled hard, but I sold a lot in that first quarter, uh, which was awesome from a cash flow perspective. What was not awesome was then delivering it because I almost killed myself trying to deliver that. Fitting it all in. Yeah. Fitting it all in. So there was that as well. So you've been there. Oh, yeah. You know how to direct people, help them focus, organize. What do you really want to do? Absolutely. And what brings you joy? Because a lot of people turn up and they're like, I'm so burnt out. I'm like, you burn out because you're not actually, one, using your strengths. So let's find out what they are. And two, you're not doing work that you love with anyone that you like. And that is your word, joy. Joy. I know. I love. I think you can be joyful. I can think you can be playful. I think life is way too serious to take yourself that seriously, which is why I'm light and fluffy. But don't be mistaken, as a coach, of course, I am genuinely care for my clients, but there's not much light and fluffy happening in terms of we get stuff done. Like people come to me and they're like, here's what I need to get done. I'm like, bang, let's get through those things and let's make sure we set you up for success so that when I see you in a month, you are all good. I love that. And the great thing about that is it looks different for everyone. Everyone has the unique needs and goals and of how and what they want to achieve that with you and business coaches. And so that really ties in nicely because now I'm ready to dive in and start working with a business coach. You would know there's so many out there. How do I find the right one for me 
What questions can I ask myself and the potential coach? So get clear about what help you need. Do you need help with generating revenue? Do you need help with marketing? What do you actually need? Because a business a coach in the purest form is there to ask questions and to help you get to your own answers. What I have seen, though, throughout my years is that sometimes we just don't have those answers. So actually, I'm half coach, half mentor. Here's what I've tried. Here's what some of my other clients have tried. Maybe you could try this if they don't know the answer. How frustrating is it when you're sitting there and you just literally don't know the answer and the coach is like, well, what do you think? Uh, uh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. That's why I've come to you. (laughs) So get clear on what help you need. And you may not know, which is the next thing. I would always ask people around me for recommendations. Word of mouth is the best source. And then I would have a conversation with said coaches, right? You probably need three to compare. I have a clarity call, which is 30 minutes. I hope you get unstuck. And if we work together, great. And if we don't work together, that's good too. But I think the clarity call is helpful because my number one tip is it's about fit. If you sit opposite a coach on a Zoom and you sit there and you think they don't know what they're talking about, they're arrogant, they're condescending, la la la, you will not work with them. But if you sit opposite that person and they understand what you're saying, they have been helpful and useful, then chances are that's probably how they are in real life, right? Once once they've got the sale. And I also know that there are some coaches who are great at selling and not so great at delivery. Mm. So we need to steer away from that. So I think recommend asking people in business for recommendations is your first step. Actually, first of all, is getting clear on what it is you need, asking for recommendations, and then having a call with your the coach that you think is going to be the right fit for you and seeing if there is a fit and knowing if there's not a fit, it doesn't matter. You've only spent half an hour with this person. Yeah. Amazing because it's so important to find the right one for you, one that you connect with, is real, your vibe. Else, like you said, it's just not going to work. Like if they're great with the sales and not the follow-through, it's going to be an awkward relationship. Yeah. And one of the things that I hate when you learn exec coaching, it's kind of like we meet for an hour once a month and then I sit and then I see you in another month. I hate that. And I think business owners may need far more support than that. Check-ins. Yeah, we do check-ins. We use something called Marco Polo. Have you heard of it? Marco Polo? No. Oh, it's like a video messaging app. So The reason that I've got it is it's like Voxer, but you see for someone's face, right? Ah. But the reason I do it is because sometimes my face looks mad when I don't mean it to be. So if I say to someone, hey, Lisa, how are those those sales calls going? But I then put a little smile at the end. You know, I'm not mad. I'm just just asking you a question. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we love Marco Polo here at Emma McQueen and everyone... I'm going to check that uh, out. Yeah, everyone that signs up with me has access to Marco Polo, which I say up front, you Marco Polo me when it's convenient to you and I will Marco Polo you when it's convenient to me back, yeah? yeah? Because we're not 24-7 for everyone. You know, you might have the day off and work a couple of hours at night or whatever, yeah. Yeah. So I love Marco Polo because basically someone can go, I know we had a session last week. I'm a bit stuck on this and I can go, here's what we spoke about. La, 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 go do X, Y, and Z. Or they might go, I've tried X, Y, and Z, didn't work. What else? And I can help them with that to get them unstuck along the way. Oh, I love that. And you know what else I love? That you have on your about page, on your website, the heading, am I the right business coach for you? Like it's just straight out there. It's honest. It's the right question. I just love that. 
Yeah, because I want to work with people who want to get results, right? It's really important to me. It's why I wrote the book, Go Get It Right. But if someone comes to me and goes, oh, I don't really want to do the work, I'm going to drive you nuts because I'm going to push you to do the work. And by the way, we haven't spoken about that, but sometimes as a coach, you get that the person is not a fit. And so you need, to, I need to have that conversation with them to say, hey, we're not a fit for these reasons, but I'll refer you to someone else who might be able to service. Oh, absolutely. I completely understand that. And it's the same with anything that you're outsourcing or working with. It's an interview for want of a better word, for both sides, for you as well, whether you think that you would be able to help and work with that person. Because I do the same thing with my clients. I have a discovery call. I'm not for everybody. So I'm glad that you brought that up because you want to be with someone that's aligned with you and your vision. Yeah, totally, totally. I say now I am in a very blessed position where I say no to more people than yes. And I will always recommend people. I've got a good black book of people (laughs) of my connections I like connecting (laughs) people together yes you so do you (laughs) so do (laughs) well I just like being helpful so if someone needs something and I know where to get that old and I've done it I've been through all the pain of finding a b and c then I'll just say cut out all the crap go to these two people see what you think yeah I love it. It's same. I have referrals and refer my clients to my clients. And yeah, it's great when you're able to help people like that. Just another wonderful thing that you do to help people. Thank you so much for sharing all of this wisdom about finding the right coach and how finding that that right coach is actually key to it being a successful relationship because I love all the tips and the value that you share through your emails full of hot tips and your Instagram lives are just so invaluable. So before I let you go, two last quick questions. Yeah. One tip that makes your finances easier for you. Oh, okay. This is not going to be popular. It's not my strength, so let me start there. (laughs) Uh, I've got zero. Of course, we love zero. I've got two tips. The first tip is put a budget into zero so you can check the variance each month compared to your profit and loss. (gasps) I know. I'm like a music to my I'm like an ideal client. Second, I stare at zero for an hour every Friday and make sure, (laughs) right? There's no joke because I was avoiding it. So to make sure that everything's in the the right line items, the profit and loss look good, the variance is good, I know where I'm at, I know what else I need to do. So they're my two hot tips. There you go, two. Uh, That's amazing. I love both of them and I love that you stare at it for an hour every Friday because that's a really important message that I give to everyone. Do it regularly. Yeah, thank you. I love that. And the second one, what do you wish you did differently with your numbers back when you started out? I wish I had embraced zero more. And I have clients who still use Excel spreadsheets and it makes me bang my head against the wall. So set yourself up properly. If you think you're going to be in business for the long term, set yourself up properly with zero to begin with or whatever system you've got. I just use zero and I'm biased towards zero because you know what happens If you're in a spreadsheet, if you're still using a spreadsheet three years later, what that tells me is that you don't see yourself as a business person, that you don't see your business as viable and therefore necessary of the right software. Controversial, I know, just saying. Not controversial, but okay, it might be controversial, but I completely agree. And I say the same thing. My recommendation is always software. Start out how you intend to finish. And if you are using spreadsheets, I get it. Sometimes that's your stepping stone. But if you want to grow, you need to invest in software. So that's an amazing tip. 
that you have reiterated my point I bang on about all the time. <laughs> glad Thank I, you. Glad I could help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. Now, I've mentioned you do loads of lives on Instagram. Is that the best place for people to connect with you? Yes. I mean, if they want little sneaky deals then it's on my email list but you can get there through my instagram if you want to see me in more my professional garb it's linkedin but i love instagram because i can just rock up on instagram you know without a bra (laughs) and without makeup (laughs) don't we all don't we all (laughs) and um yes so instagram is where you will find me and um that's where all my community hangs out which is awesome Amazing. I'll share that and where else to find you in the show notes. So make sure you do dive over to Emma's website to grab those email hot tips. They're so helpful. Wonderful. Thank you so much. That finishes up for this short and snackable episode, unless you have anything else you would like to add. Nothing except you're amazing. Thank you so much for having me. You're amazing. (laughs) No, thank you. You are. It's been a beautiful chat and thank you for listening along and learning how you can connect with the right business coach to grow your business. If you don't already subscribe, pop over and do that now so you don't miss any of the exciting episodes coming up. Enjoy your day and I will catch you next week.